Welcome to this very special, you're almost there, edition of the Christian Car Guy Show. When I heard that new song by Amy Grant and Michael W. Smith for the first time this week, I actually began to weep as, as my mind was filled with all sorts of Christmas journeys. The amazing encouragement of those words, you're almost there. What must it have been like for a 14 or 15-year-old little girl in labor? Mary, in her innocence, a strange place away from her parents with a man who was unsure himself of what God was doing and why. Having been there for all three of my own children's births and most of my granddaughter's birth, the waves of pain so, so hard, so gripping. Can you even imagine what Mary experienced? A Christmas journey that now is depicted through the ages. You know, you just know that Joseph had to say it. Mary, you're almost there. The bitter had to come before the sweet. You're almost there. Well, how many of you have had Christmas journeys? Perhaps the kids saying, when will we get there? And you assured them, you're almost there. Well, the Christmas journey I would love for you to call and share this morning, though, are the sort where you had almost lost all hope. Then because God worked this miracle through Mary's journey, he came himself to encourage you and let you know you're almost there. Or in many, many cases, Jesus sends someone who (laughs) is there, you know, he's there and he's sent someone else who has Jesus in his heart to encourage you. You know, when did that person show up and you knew that it was Jesus speaking to you, but he was speaking to you through someone else? You're almost there. We want to hear that story. God's put it on your heart. He might have put it all there already. You call us, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. You might be wondering, what are you talking about? Well, many of you may have heard my story. When I was crushed between two Jeeps, I was up in the mountains of North Carolina, my left leg nearly severed, and I was in a situation where it would take over the ambulance over an hour to get there because it was so far up in the mountains they couldn't get a helicopter or anything in there. And Jesus himself came for me. I don't know how to put it other than that. And he held me. And there was this hug and this feeling, Robbie, you're almost there. You're almost there. Yet Jesus knew there was another time coming, not shortly after that one. And following brain surgery, I developed a staph infection under a plate they placed in my skull. And a brain abscess had formed there, and I was fading fast in pain. The waves of pain were far worse than anything I may have experienced before or since as my brain swelled under the skull at the point where I was absolutely sure I could not make it anymore. They scheduled me for emergency brain surgery to release the pressure and they were rushing me into the room. Then something happened in the operating room and I don't know what it delayed them and they pushed me over into a waiting room for what seemed like an eternity. That's when he sent her. Jesus sent Ramona Seacrest. I'm more sure of that than almost anything in my life. She was a nurse in the neurosurgery area who just happened to be in my Sunday school class. She came in, she gently took my hand, and you guessed it. (laughs) She said, Robbie, you're almost there. They're going to have you there. She said very little, but I knew. I knew that Jesus... Just like the hug on the ground at the Jeep Jamboree, it was Ramona's voice, but it was Jesus speaking to me. 
Robbie, you're almost there. So this morning, I am praying you will call and share your Christmas story of this sort, where Jesus showed up like he did for Mary. There was some bitter, bitter, but then came the sweet. Your Christmas almost there story, the one where you'd almost lost all hope, and he came. Jesus came in whatever form or fashion, whether he came through someone else or he came personally, and the bitter came before the sweet. You call us with that story, 866 348 7884. Please tell the world your God's not dead. He's surely alive, and this is what he did for me. You're almost there. 866 348 7884. We would love, love, love to hear what God did for you and encourage thousands this morning who may need that kind of Christmas story because they need to know they're almost there. And speaking of you're almost there, I want to thank all of those of you who sent gifts for our two Jesus Labor Love single moms last week. We had talked about we had this financial need that we normally don't have. Usually the the guys like Joe Abendola sitting across from me, they provide the labor and the single moms, widows, or the family in crisis provide the parts. But this was a Christmas need. We didn't have the money. They were desperate. And folks sent it in last week. And we were able to meet the need, it looks like, financially. Of course, sometimes, Joe, as you know, when you get into these things and you open them up, there's more need than what you thought. But it currently looks like we've met them. And I want to thank you all for going to ChristianCarGuy.com and seeing there how you could donate to the Jesus Labor Love. And that took place. And money flowed in. And we were just absolutely praising God for what he did. Because for these two ladies, they're almost there. (laughs) And we are going to give you an update next week as we actually get those cars repaired. And hopefully we'll even get sound bites from them um, talking about how God came for them when they were thinking that, wow, I don't know what to do. I'm going to fill out this form at the Jesus Labor Love site at ChristianCarGuy.com to see if they can help me. But also today, since we have Joe Abendola with us, and it is the Christian Car Guy Show. I, I have a little Christmas present <laughs> that Joe is going to share with us. One of the most challenging things that seems like it ought to be absolutely simple, and for those of us who maintain our own cars, or at least the people that try to keep our fluids level, is one of the things that should be absolutely easy, but certainly is not, is how do you check your transmission fluid? And Joe, you're going to give us a lesson today. All right. Um but so, not, no, we're not going to do it just yet. This okay. is just a tease. <laughs> you got me. He's gonna, he was fixed to unload the whole thing. So different cars, you do it different ways, and there's all sorts of different things. And Joe, our very own Christian mechanic who works there on the Jesus Labor Love Cars, is going to instruct us. Of course, we always say whatever your owner's manual says way supersedes what the Christian car guy says. Or if you have a maintenance manual, that supersedes what the Christian car guy or Joe says. Right, Joe? But a simple explanation, though, is very helpful, and we're going to get into that here in just a few minutes. Then coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the Real Black Book, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, cry out for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding. You're almost there speaks to another big part of every believer's life. You know, I believe John Bunyan depicted it that way in ways that, as I was reading his book, Pilgrim's Progress, this morning, he opened my mind to what the scriptures teach here about your almost there that made, is gonna, it made my whole Christmas more glorious, and I'm, I'm praying it'll make yours, and I get to share that. Coming up at the end of the show in our appraisal by the Real Black Book, and 
and we want to tell you that this is the Christian Car Guy Show, bringing the kingdom of God through an automotive platform. We talk on this show about things like grace car driving and not speeding and how to save gas and how to stay out of the bondage of car debt. Uh, taking care of your car is, is one of the huge ways of doing that. And when we get into how to check your transmission fluid, because th- there's a lot of ways to do that. It's just one of the ways that you can keep your car running so you don't have to trade it. And as a good steward of your money, it, it provides for things like Christmas gifts. <laughs> and we want to point out again, that all these things, including those stories that I just told you, are at ChristianCarGuy.com, where you'll find out about the Jesus Labor Love Car Repair for Single Moms, Widows, and Families in Crisis across the country. You'll find out all the people that participate in that. And all these articles I've written, and every single day, actually, there's a 30-second audio tip that we've done along these lines to try to help us all through our you know everyday walk with God in our cars and those kind of things grow closer to him. So christiancarguy.com we want to talk to you about that and and again we want to thank those who gave to the jesus labor love this week those were wonderful gifts but this is a live show and so it's a wonderful opportunity for you to call in if you had a question technically what a day to do it because we have joe abandola here with us and he can give you the nuts and bolts because he works on these things every single day or maybe got a question about buying or selling a car but the real thing i would love for you to call in today Please share when God came for you, when you thought, I'm losing all hope, but somehow, some way, whether it came through someone else or it came from him personally, he let you know you're almost there. And the sweet came as Jesus came for, like he did for Mary that day. How did he come for you? You call us 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. So much more coming up. Stay tuned. thought hope was gone but then Jesus showed up like he did for Mary that day he only showed up in her arms that was more than cool but and the and the sweet came after the bitter how did that work out in your life we would love to hear it 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share 866-34-TRUTH if you're digitally gifted we have Steve is in Jaysville, Utah. Steve, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, I'm not sure if you can hear me well. I hear you great. Oh, fantastic. Uh, Robbie, uh, appreciate the program. First time caller. I wouldn't have called uh, if you hadn't shared that story, probably, uh, of yourself. I always wondered about what happened to you because I knew something had happened. But um, me in particular, uh, I was working one day at uh, my company. And um, a great place, very quiet, never had a single problem in five years. And uh, there was a lot of unusual things that were happening. So I, I began to pray and ask God, you know, I know something's going on. And, and long story short, I just committed to, to live this 
Romans eight twenty eight life. And uh, and right when I finished that prayer, I got a text from a lady that I promised uh, to bring her a fridge like nine months before that. I totally forgot about it. And just so happened, a fridge arrived that morning, perfect size for her. And I said, and I and I ran out of paint, so I didn't. I was doing building maintenance, and I didn't have anything else to do. First time in five years. And so I'm like, uh, what in the world's going on? So I said, sure, it's perfect. So I go over there, and and, uh, and everything was too perfect. There was, you know, I knew there was something not right. Um, and uh, this guy even offered to help me. No one had ever offered to help me in five years. And, and I just like, something's not right. And I, cause I kept telling the guy, no, I don't need any help out of all days. And he, he just insisted. So I said, okay. I hear this arguing, and I like, hold on, that's very strange. So I walk over there. And a long story short, this guy shot me seven times. Oh my! And uh, he shot me all he's all over. The doctors said there's that's literally impossible for you to be alive. And um, the uh, now the, the the story that everyone else was telling after the fact, in my spirit, I just knew it wasn't true. But I didn't know because I wasn't there, so I didn't know what to say. So um, he sent someone, uh, kind of like what you described, the young woman. He sent someone that came to me and. And, and said to me, you know, I'm so glad you're okay. I'm glad you're back. And I, I who are you? You know, and this lady, the secretary that was there and lady told me, oh, that's so-and-so. She saw the whole thing. And so I finally went to her and asked her what happened. And the reason I know that, that it didn't happen the way people have said, because um, when I died, Jesus came to me immediately and said, my son, he woke me up and said, my son, he called my name, first of all, which is not my earthly name. I, I don't know what it is, but it's only for me, and, and I you can't help it. My oh, eyes cool. open, I'm like, yes, Lord. And he said, my son, I will heal you. And took me up right there. Huh. And showed me a lot of things, told me a lot of things. and and uh, But there's things I needed to do to come back here. And prior to that happening, there was a guy at my church that I I, I just knew inside of me I needed to meet him. I told my wife, I need to meet that guy. I, I don't understand why. I was at a men's barbecue, and he came, and, and something similar had happened to him where he did not that kind of, you know, uh, gunfire and all that, but um, I think it was surgical. And mm-hmm. he said he, was, he had to come back to tell this story, and, and that's why he was supposed to come back. And I said, did you, did you know, you know, who you're supposed to tell that to? Or, or, you know, he said, no, I'm not sure. And I said, well, maybe that was for me. He died like 90 days later. <laughs> and I was like, what is going on here? So it led up to this thing that happened to me. And, and um, you know, the doctor said I'd never walk. I'd never wake up. and I'd be a vegetable. And when I woke up, I was glorifying God like you wouldn't believe. Uh, unbelievable. But, wow. Yeah. But see, what, what you shared was just, I know that experience. The lady in the operating room. I got, you know, Russ East. And, no, I'm uh, sure. Okay. Russ called me to speak at one of their events, and and I and I knew that I was supposed to go speak, but I thought I was going to be speaking to a group that's the predominant group here, and uh, but it was the complete opposite. The students were Christians, and there were these two people there. I didn't know I didn't know the dynamics, but I spoke, and then afterwards, this the the guy who came, it was a guy and a girl that came running up to me. The girl was a surgi- surgical nurse in the operating room and the guy was a guy that comes to my door like i mean you know quite often and i would share the truth with him and i told them both that you know this is this is not don't even think this is coincidence 
and I began to tell them about, you know, what God had said and what he was doing. And Steve, I yeah. am just so thankful. I can't tell you how thankful I am that you shared because I'm thinking that there's somebody out there right now who is wondering, is God really alive? Is God uh, really there? Is he showing up for me? And Steve is testifying, I'm testifying, and hopefully other people will call in today and testify, our God's not dead, he's alive, he's going to show up when you need him. You, it will blow you away, it's so exciting, because like he showed up for Mary that day in Bethlehem, he will show up for you. You've got to find out what you need to do to get him in your heart, because it's a, such a big part of it, isn't it, Steve? Yes, absolutely. There's no... There's nothing that compares on Earth, especially. <laughs> there is no comparison to, to to what He has for us. You know, if that, that song is so beautiful, and and you want just a little glimpse of heaven, music is nonstop, perfect pitch all the time, <laughs> beautiful, just yeah. like that. That's that's a beautiful song. God yeah, bless I you, Steve. You that. Oh, it's awesome. Thank you. I tasted <laughs> heaven to hear your story, Steve. God, but I had not. I had God no idea. You, Thank you. Wow. <laughs> So we're praising God today. We want to hear your story. It, 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 it may be a lot simpler, but it's just as glorious. If Jesus came for you and gave you hope when there was no hope, you see, that's where, the, that's where it shows up. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. We would love to hear your story. We have Moogs and Raleigh coming up. We come back. We are going to get to how to check your transmission fluid. Don't worry, we're not forgetting that, and we're going to hear a little bit more about John Bunyan and Pilgrim's Progress. Oh, we're going all over the place. So stay tuned. we got so much more coming up. Christmas. We are so glad to have you on a Christian Car Guy show this morning. That's doesn't sound like a car song, but it has to do with Jesus in so many different ways. The Christmas journeys that we've all taken. When was it like Mary that they were in this difficult situation, almost losing all hope, and then all of a sudden Jesus shows up and changes everything? We just heard an absolutely glorious story out of Utah but we need to hear yours. There's somebody out there listening today that needs some encouragement. They think that there is no hope, that God's not that God's not there for them. Show them he's there, how he came for you. 866-348-7884-866-34-TRUTH. We have Moogs is in Raleigh. She has a situation, needs some help. Moogs, you're on the Christian. Oh, we had her in Raleigh and she got gone during the break. That happens. But she can sure call back at 866-348-7884. And this gives us a great opportunity, Joey, because 
one of the places when I lift lift the hood to check the transmission fluid, I'm all too uh, well aware. Now it's easy enough to check the oil. You just pull out the dipstick. It's easy enough to see the antifreeze through the window. It's easy enough. But when it comes to transmission fluid, for whatever reason, the manufacturers have never decided we're going to be consistent and we're all going to do it this way. The old way we thought we did it with General Motors cars, right, was you ran you ran the car, you left it in park, but you didn't check the transmission fluid when the engine stopped. You had to have the engine running in park, and then you pulled out the dipstick. But they're not all like that, are they, Joey? <laughs> not anymore. That that is the old school for most cars. Uh, nowadays, uh, you have all kinds of different stuff. Uh, there's some Mercedes and uh, Chrysler vehicles that don't even come with the dipstick. It's a special tool you have to buy for about a hundred dollars. That's well, nothing. Old school Chrysler, though, we put it in neutral. Mm-hmm. Yes, and not in park, just to throw a little, you know. And, and so the older Chrysler vehicles that had a dipstick had automatic transmission. By the way, because if mm-hmm. you have a manual transmission like old red, you don't check it that way at all. You have to pull out the little plug. Mm-hmm. And but the old school Chrysler car running in neutral, neutral. which I always thought was kind of dangerous, but. With the emergency brake on thoroughly, because, you know, I, I just told that story about getting crushed between the Jeeps. That happened because the man got out of his Jeep without engaging his emergency brake. And he was uphill from me, and I was at the back of my Jeep getting my son a root beer. And Ooh. here came this Jeep down the hill. So engage the emergency brake. It's yeah. even not a bad idea to chalk the tires, is it, Joe? No. <laughs> That's what tire chalks are for. So yep. get that car so it's not going to move put it in neutral with it running yep. and now now for the monkey wrench we like those okay you've got all that uh now you go to hondas same dipstick and all but you t- those are called a cold check you check those without the engine running wow and, and see again this is why i tell you every week almost your owner's manual is so invaluable because mm-hmm. we don't want to confuse you, but there it will give you the, the step-by-step instructions of the safe way to check the transmission fluid in your car. But it is critical. If you run low on transmission fluid, you wear out your clutches, you do all mm-hmm. sorts of insane things that can cost you all kinds of money. And if you start to see a red puddle underneath your car that looks oily, that usually is transmission fluid and checking it becomes absolutely vital. We have Mike is in Durham, North Carolina. He's got an almost there story for us. Mike, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Good morning. What you got for us? Well, a few years ago, I uh, had gotten off the churches around the July 5th. I think that happened in 05. And to make a story long story short, I was still outside and the grill kept going out. The place to take, lit it again, went in the house, and went out. Unfortunately, I put Pour a paper over the grill instead of cleaning the grill off. Unfortunately, and, you uh, did what now? I'm sorry. I, the grill, I was a big barrel grill, and I kept covered foil over it, being lazy instead of doing what I needed to do. So uh, I changed the thing, gas went in the house, I came back out in the wind and blew it out again. And not thinking, I stuck my arm down in there with the lighter. And by the time my finger hit that trigger, I realized I had a new tank gas one that had been running raw gas down up on that four paper. I hit that thing in that flame shot of my arm, and I'm going to tell you how good God is. One of his angels grabbed me, spit me around, curved me through the air. I remember looking back at the grill, 
as I floated through the air and laid me down in the grass like a newborn baby. If it had not been for that, I would have been too that Christopher. Wow. God is truly good. And I won't even mention the other one. Flipping the cops. I took upside down on 85. Headed toward a brother. Just flipped upside down and straight across four lanes. I'm looking at the one that all four lanes of traffic had stopped. Looking at me like they were in the drive-in. Wow, my God is always good. I mean, even when you're not even aware of what you're doing, he's watching you. <laughs> That's exactly right. That's I'm, I'm curious. When you were laying there on the grass, were you burned? Uh, I had some out of burns, yeah, but I'm telling you, he pulled me out of the fire, period. Because the flame, when he pulled me around, the flame shot him off. It burned in my other ear, on the tip of my other ear. And like I said, I felt this warmth and moisture. I felt damp. But, but when he took his hands off of me, I realized I've been burned. <laughs> But nowhere near to the degree that I would have if he hadn't pulled me out of My God bless you. Thank you. Wow, that's powerful. And even your story brought tears to my eyes as I reminisce about all the time. Yes. That he saved me. You're almost there, buddy. Thank you. God bless you. I appreciate you calling in so much, Mike. Wow. You know, he promises he's going to come through the flames for us, Joey. And we need to hear your story. 866 348 Seven eight eight four eight six six three four truth and uh, another thing I wanted to mention on the show today because we we get a lot of calls about how do I find a good inexpensive used car and I know one of the things that the lady from Durham was calling is she desperately needs a van to help with her ministry and so how is it what are the basics to finding a good inexpensive used car? And we get those kind of calls. I get those kind of emails all the time. And I wrote an article, the five basics of that's at christiancarguy.com christiancarguy.com. <laughs> and it's the five basics in finding a good cheap used car. And number one, you may not be shocked is prayer. And really God wants just like he was, down with that man's arm and that you know when he was lighting that he wants to be with you in the car dealership there's plenty of fire going on there (laughs) so prayer is critical involve him in the situation he's going to really help you sort out what's the difference between needs and wants and having sold cars for years and years there's a giant difference between needs and wants we have these things that we want and then there's things that we need and god can really help us do that especially when it comes to a good, inexpensive used car. My number two principle is that the early bird catches the deal. In other words, nowadays, with Craigslist and eBay and all these different things, when something that's really a deal shows up on one of these lists because there's 40,000 people following it, if this is the time where you leave work, if that car's for sale and you got up with a person and there it is and it looks like the perfect one, now, you don't want to get set up like my other friend and go someplace where they're waiting for you with a gun. So you got to be careful about the neighborhood and all that. This is another place. Prayer comes in really handy. But often you'll see there's the deal. And I, I went through this with my son not long ago where here was this Grand Am. It was exactly what he was looking for, and it was a great price. And as soon as I saw it on Craigslist, it showed up within 10 minutes of the posting. I saw it. I called the lady. I said, are you there now? She said, yes, I'll be right there. And when I was right there, right, nobody else can buy it. I was the early bird. The next thing that I cannot um, explain that is so important, I mean, I can't 
impressed the importance of is to get it checked out by a professional. Somebody like Joey, somebody that you know and trust with that brand of car. And, and so if you don't know anybody that knows Nissans, take it to the Nissan store. They know Nissans. But you need somebody who's familiar with, because all cars are different, right, Joey? And oh, it's like, so. if you don't know how to check, check the transmission in a Mercedes, it, it, you know, it's, it's one of those things. So when you have a car checked out, yes, it may cost you $100. That might be the best $100 you ever spent. So if you're seriously interested in buying the car, especially inexpensive used cars, have it checked out. That's so critical. We got a couple more of those principles. We got some more callers with their almost their stories. And we got you. 866-348-7884. Call us with your story. We'd love to hear it. I love these. Thank you. God bless you. seemed hopeless and all of a sudden on that christmas journey whatever that looked like you're almost there you heard that in some way from him we got larry it, linda excuse me linda's in Cary, north carolina linda you're on the christian car guy show good morning hey good morning how are you i'm wonderful and so excited to hear your story well uh, my story happened a year ago november the 11th 2013 i was on my way back from uh, petersburg virginia in a small truck, and the traffic was pretty heavy that afternoon. And um, I actually had to get over in the left lane and drive because it was backed up onto the bridge in Petersburg as I was coming off of 95 and coming 85 south. And as we went along, we had seen, I saw um, Highway Patrolman had stopped two cars, pulled them over for speeding. But the traffic was still so backed up, it was unreal. I couldn't move over to the right to get out of the way, but I just went on pacing. As I got on down the road about maybe about 20 miles out, I saw this transfer truck ahead of me that was, you know, one of the reasons that all the um, traffic was backed up. So as I got up closer to him, I decided to go ahead around him because we'd already passed the highway patrol and all these people that had been backed up for 10 or 15 miles, they were going to start flying down the road as they do. So I went ahead of him. And I pulled over, and when I pulled over, I remember hearing a rumble, like the rumble on the side of the road. The next thing I remembered uh, was I heard a tremendous loud crash thump, and I went airborne. And I didn't know if I was going in a lake. I didn't know if I was going in a tree. I had no idea where I was or what was happening. But I said, God, help me. And when I woke up, 
I was down in a ravine. I had gone between two trees. I was in two feet of a culvert that was underneath the road. Had I hit it, I would have turned over. I totaled the truck. My door flew open. And when I came to, when I came to, my door was open. But I could hear this man's voice echoing down through the ravine. I've called 911. I don't know where they are. You could be dead by now. I've called 911. I don't know where they are. He kept saying that phrase over and over again. And then the next thing I knew, there was four big EMS guys pulling me out of the truck. They put a thing around my collar, my neck, and buckled me out and carried me up that bank put me in that EMS truck. I found out later the reason they were late. They had already gotten, some of them had already gotten off from work, and they had to go back and change and come to get me. The highway patrolman got in the EMS truck, and, you know, he was asking me questions. He said, ma'am, I just wanted to tell you that had that truck driver that you passed not stopped, we would have never found you. Because all the other cars went on, just like I had thought they was going to happen anyway. They were going to go on to where they were going. And he's a truck driver with by the limit, you know, where he has to deliver his stuff from one place. I never got to meet him. But this year before Christmas, I'm going to his home in Winston-Salem, and I'm going to let him see me and see that I survived that horrible wreck. I wasn't supposed to. They thought I was going to die. I had a C2 fracture. I had bruises all over my body. They took me to one hospital. At that hospital, the girl's name there was Dawn. I'll never forget it. She was so tender. Her voice was so soft. She got me undressed so they could check me out, x-ray me and everything, and I'm not supposed to move. She held my head between her hands every time they moved me because they found out I did have a C2 fracture. But they didn't have a, a surgeon there, so they had to transport me over to Richmond to the hospital there. My husband was a 1,000 miles away in Arizona. That woman called. I, I, my cell phone was torn all to pieces, but I remembered my daughter's number. And she called on her phone, got in touch with my daughter. All her neighbors helped her with her children. She's got four kids. She was able to, to get to Richmond Hospital by the time they transferred me over to a, a surgeon. A new Linda, over there. I am... And I just, so, to, yeah. I just have to say that God was in it all the way. And and I that this was just a little more than a year ago. Just a year ago, and I was able to celebrate Christmas. My when I came home from that hospital, uh, my eight year old grandson came to my bedside, and he said, "Grandmother," he said, "I have written you a letter, and I call it my red letter because <laughs> it was black." Part of it was black, and it said, you're the best grandmother in the world. It's and interesting, it, Linda, how you know all these details. Well, because and God I would, has kept them in my Oh, yeah, I know. I know. That's what I'm saying. And I, what I was going to mention is that I'm hoping and I'm praying that you're going to write those down and well, share that story because it's I certainly plan- something that God was there for you. Well, not and only that, he came to testi- me through my grandson. Yeah. He wrote me in, in, in black, you're the best grandmother, but then in red letters, which if you look in a lot of Bibles, 
when Jesus speaks, it's in red, yeah. letters, at writing. And my grandson had written, however, I'm glad you didn't die. That's what he said. I'm, glad, I'm so glad you did not die because in the red letter he wrote, my world would never be the same without you in it. <laughs> and I knew. Yeah, you got the red letter letter. I got it. And yeah, I, there you go, that's Linda. That's God saved my life. That is so awesome. To help and those grandchildren oh, yeah. know who Jesus Christ is. That is Love awesome. Love me. I'm still here. My and, and my one of my youngest granddaughters got engaged the same day I was in my wreck and almost died. Oh, my word. I went to her wedding in October this year, October the 11th. That is so I awesome. I was able to God walk. God bless you. I've got to run, though, because we got a little more to do. But I am so, so, so thankful for your red letters and that God came for you and you could share. So if somebody out there today would know and be encouraged that, our God's, he's, he's, he's doing stuff out there every single day like this all over the place, and he's there when you need him, especially when you call out to him. I promised in our appraisal by the Black Book, I'm going to share something. My Christmas, one of my Christmas presents this year was rereading Pilgrim's Progress probably for the whatever the time and noting how John Bunyan was so excited with the you're almost there for Christian was he was at the gate. And when he got to the gate, he had been given a certificate. And I began to wonder, what is this certificate that Christian had when he got to the gate? Because his friend Ignorance, when he got there, he wasn't allowed in the gate because he didn't have the certificate. And if you look in Ephesians, John Bunyan was kind enough to give us the reference where he actually told us that when you believe you are marked in him with a seal the promised holy spirit who is a deposit guaranteeing our inheritance until the redemption of those who are god's possession so this taste of heaven that we heard from linda we heard from steve and so many phenomenal calls today and i've had myself when jesus hugged me or when you heard my story that taste of heaven is so real but to get it you've got to give your life to christ Again, we would love to help you do that. You can go to ChristianCarGuy.com, find out more about that. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. Thank you for listening to the Christian Car Guy Show. And remember, this week, we're almost there.